Hello everyone, I'd like to welcome you back to this segment of Fear Less, Live More. This is Shelley Plum. And I'm Linda Janice. Welcome back. So I had a really wonderful night last night. My son, <laughs> she's wondering what I did. Now actually, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not those kind of details. No, I had an interesting conversation with my youngest son. And in light of everything that's been happening in the media, he has been paying attention. Mm -hmm. And he asked me some questions about a very important topic I think we all need to talk about, and that is death. Isn't that interesting? How old is he? He's 12. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? And he brought up questions like, what happens when you die? And I could tell that there was a lot of fear behind uh, his words and it got me to thinking and I did some research on the computer I mean there is a lot of fear surrounding death do you see that in your well, practice I think, I think it's a normal and appropriate instinct right yet none of us are getting out of this alive so I think it's a very meaningful topic right. and likely one that we don't address much of the time. We don't. We don't. And in my research, when I was on the computer, I came across a word. Of, there's a phobia uh, surrounding, uh, you know, the fear of death. And there was one article in particular that I stumbled across, and I want to share it with you. And you may have seen it before, and I want to share it with viewers out there. It was the five regrets of the dying. Mm -hmm. And it was fascinating what, you know, it was a, I think, an Australian nurse who did a study and she was asking people who were about to pass on you know what their regrets were and I'm going to share it with you I want to share it with the viewers out there so there were really five regrets number one I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me number two I wish I hadn't worked so much number three I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings number four I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends Number five, I wish that I had let myself be happier. I think that these are incredibly worthwhile topics and wishes, and one that I think we have yes. the opportunity now, today, to address and to aspire to I welcome agree. in. You know, it's interesting. What's I that? recently read an article about um, what our eulogies could look like. Right. And one of the things that this research researcher suggested is that we actually decide to write our eulogies now. Yes. What could that look like? And one of the things that the researcher had said that at Steve Jobs' funeral, individuals didn't talk about him creating Apple or the iPhone. They talked about his relationship with his families, and one of the things that stuck with me was that his, at his son's graduation, right. he slow danced with his son. Yes. And of all the things that people remembered about him were those moments where he connected with people. Yes. Not just about all that he right. had done. So I think that those... Um, Regrets are worth talking about. No, they, they are. They are. So of those five, I'm curious, which one resonates most with you? I know which one resonates most with me. Which one resonates with most me? with you? Yeah. Is the first one. I wish I had lived a life true to myself and not the life others expected of me. And I don't say that right now. 
I have made a turn. I'm on another journey. So I am living the life. Share that with us. What does that mean? And, and what had others expected of you and what had you done as a result of that? Well, as you know, and many of you out there know, I am by trade a foot and ankle surgeon. I'm a podiatrist. Mm -hmm. And I got into medicine, uh, quite frankly, because I thought that's what was expected of me. Not necessarily my family, but all of the people who were talking in my ear. Uh, medicine is the way to go. Did I want to go down the, the route? I really, at that point, probably didn't know, but now I know I wasn't really f truly following my heart. So I went through my life, right, knowing, you know, I, I was a very good doctor, but, you know, knowing there was something in my heart that something wasn't right, that I was meant to do something a bit different. And um, I made a turn. I decided one, one day, it was a rock bottom point in my life, things were going on, and I, something has to change. And you know, now I'm doing what I do, I love it, and this is the life that is true to me. And you know what? It is not a selfish life at all. It is a life that I am satisfied, and now I can radiate and affect the lives around me. So it's, it's really been a very positive thing for me. And that's why that number one on that list resonates with me. You know, it's so interesting, this idea of that rock bottom moment. Yes. And I often see individuals who have gotten to a point where they're in so much pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. But I think oftentimes, that it is getting to that point of discomfort where we say, and I d heard this saying, and Yes, we can put that up, is we don't have to hit bottom, but we do need to be willing to row. And sometimes it is that pain, that suffering. And Rumi said it is the wound with which the light shines through. Yes. So if something is showing up in one's life where it is telling you, both physically and emotionally, let me step back, let right. me assess. Yes, absolutely. Is this giving me meaning and purpose? And we can't have it all the time. No, no. So what was it about that time that enabled you to have the inner strength to say, I have to have a change, something, something needs to shift here? You know, it's hard to say. It was a, um, when I say rock bottom, I was rock bottom. I was you know, it was uh, during my divorce, and I really, at that point, I had three wonderful children, but all under the age of five years old, and I'm sitting, sitting there thinking, oh, how can I go on? I have this, I have that, I have this, I have a job, I have to support these children, and you know, it was so incredibly overwhelming, and there came a point where in my mind, I had a choice. I gave myself a choice. I can either let myself spiral down, mm -hmm but what happens to these beautiful children? Or I can do something about it. I can do something about it. So you know what I did? I sat down, pen and paper, and I wrote down how I was feeling, step by step. And this is no joke. Step by step, what, what was I feeling? Okay, on the opposite side of the paper, what can I do about that? What can I do about that? And I didn't do it all in one night. I didn't. You know, every day my goal was to take one point on that little sheet and to make a difference. And it shifted. And that's when I started discovering my journey. That's when I started being true to myself. So let's step back. And I think that this is absolutely worth sharing. Right. So you were feeling like you weren't in a place. And certainly the universe was saying to you, 
it was time to move on. And I think sometimes the universe does yes. send us messages. Mm -hmm. But we have to listen. Three children yes. under the age of five. Yes. And suddenly you are getting a divorce. Mm -hmm. Now, what you did was you wrote down what you were feeling and tiny little incremental steps, Baby actions, steps. Right. that could help you move forward. Yes. Absolutely. It was it was a monumental moment in my life. It was incredible. And uh, really, it, it really shifted my life in a very positive direction. And uh, it gave me something to, to really live for and really to pass on to my children, too. So give us some examples of those little teeny steps so that they're actionable, possibly doable. So you sit down mm -hmm. and you're describing probably hopelessness. I mean... Three little kids, Actually, you're by yourself. That was one of them, yeah. but uh, I did not write down all of those things. I wrote down concrete things that I knew that I could make a small change. Okay. For example, one thing, I get three children, all under the age of five years old. I had extra baby weight. I wasn't feeling well. I was, you know, working a full-time job, not able to exercise. So one of the, you know, I'm feeling, for lack of a better way of saying it, frumpy and not, not attractive. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what I'm going to do every morning? I'm going to get out and I'm going to walk. Okay. So I would, I would make that baby step. The, the second thing. Baby I'm, step? grown-up step. I mean, you actually exactly. decided to step into right. it. You did something physical. Right, right. You know, it's funny. You say, uh, you, you mentioned Rumi, and there was a quote that I saw, I believe it was Buddha that said it, and it was related to death and taking the next steps in your life, and he says something to the effect that the trouble is, is we think we have time. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly when I was sitting there at that rock bottom point in my life. That's when I'm thinking, you know what? How much time do I have? The time is now to make that change. Mm. Yeah, incredible. So if you were to have had the wisdom to be able to move it up, what, 10 years? Yes. What would you say about your life now? Right now? Because mm -hmm. it actually has been about 10 years since that time. And I would say that I am living the life of my dreams. Yes, there are stumbling blocks. Yes, there are times when there are low points. But I will tell you, based on, well, because of what I went through at that time in my life, I am better able now to cope with troubled times when they come my way. I'm better able, because I'm living a life that's true to me, I'm able to overcome obstacles a little easier. So... I think bottom line is you went through your fear. Yes. Fearing less and living more. Mm -hmm. And that's really what this is about, is the honesty, the transparency, the hope and the wisdom that we're able to bring to this both science, evidence-based research, personal experience, and hopefully the wisdom that you share with us. What have been your experiences? Um, the points that have felt like rock bottom but you've been able to lift yourself up. Certainly Shelley has. Absolutely. And so have I. And we'll share with you more personal experiences along the way to help you fear less and live more. Yeah, I'll tell you. You know, I just, yeah, it, this, this topic has been very moving for me. And I, I encourage you all out there, because I'm going to do the same thing, is that we don't know what's in store for us tomorrow. Tomorrow, we yeah. don't know. Tomorrow, today could be our last day. So instead of really planning for tomorrow, 
What would you do? I'm curious. What would you do if today was your last day? What would you do? Would you kiss a loved one? Would you call someone? Would you, you know, have an experience that really touches your heart? Well, we encourage you to do that today. Please do and celebrate this moment-to-moment -moment experience. Thanks for joining us. This is Shelley Plum. And this is Linda Jones. This has been another segment of Fear Less, Live More. Thank you for joining us.